Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on water and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Ted Cruz, and we've mentioned this many times, Ted Cruz is brilliant. Arguably the smartest person ever to run for president. Certainly in the modern era. Uh, just objectively off the charts brilliant. We've talked about Alan Dershowitz. Far left Harvard law professor said out of the 10,000 students he's had over 50 years, Ted Cruz is among the brightest. His, his words off the charts. Brilliant. Ted Cruz. I'll never forget this. It was about a year ago. He wrote a law review, like a law article in the Harvard law journal. Just because like (laughs) there's no fanfare to it. And it was super nerdy and way over the top and, yeah, it didn't like no one in the normal mass media read it or saw it or noticed it, but he just he's just brilliant. And all of his answers are are masterfully crafted. And he he's just you know, he's been on the debate teams his whole life. So he's just so good at this. Now, Donald Trump is not good at debates when there's a lot of people, but on one on one exchanges, he's as good as they get. Now, he doesn't have Cruz's formal debate training, but he has, you know, just a lifetime of being a, a savvy, tough businessman. Um, it, it is, I think an analogy that I think is appropriate is it's Rocky versus Drago, right? Cruz is Drago. He's uh, trained, expertly trained, Harvard Law, book smart, brilliant, just like a machine. And Trump is Rocky. I learned how it all works on the streets in the boardroom, making scrappy deals, learning how it works along the way. Street smarts. And those are always the most fun battles. Those, those two uh, going against each other, those types of people going against each other. Um, So let's talk about um, the New York values. Now let me make, sorry, let me make one more disclaimer. I think these debates have very little to do, if not, maybe even nothing to do with who will be the best president. Carson is terrible at these debates. That does not mean he'll be a bad president. Ted Cruz is brilliant at these debates. That doesn't mean he'll be a good president. I, the skill sets in a debate are arguably never used when you're president. I, don't, I can't imagine a scenario where they would be. It's sort of like when you take the SAT. Like, does that really determine if you're going to be successful in life? Does that really determine if you're college material, if you're good at verbal analogies? If you're good at at, at an analogy, like a microphone is to radio as steering wheel is to what? And like, like, 
All right, so I'm good at those, and you're bad at those. I get into college, you don't get into college. I mean, like that, that's ridiculous. Because I, when I get into college, I'm never going to do a verbal analogy again, like in the SAT. It's just it's silly, but that's how we've determined you should get into school. And it's the same thing with this. Like these debates are very silly when you're using them to determine who's going to be the best president. The skill sets don't line up at all, but that's how we do it. So, um, if that's how we do it, let's analyze it. So. Uh, I think you've heard it a million times. So I just want to play the first couple seconds and then the last couple seconds of this New York values exchange. Um, because again, you've heard it so many times. Let's play a clip by 96. This is the very beginning of this, uh, this exchange, just to jog your memory here. Senator Cruz, you suggested Mr. Trump quote embodies New York values. Could you explain what you mean by that? You know, I think most people know exactly what New York values are. I'm from New York. I what, 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 you're from New York, so yeah. you might not. But I promise you, in the state of South Carolina, they do. Okay, so that's that's quick, that's brilliant, that's sharp. It's just perfect. So Ted Cruz, because of that, got on this high-energy, punchy, jabby exchange or, or a little rant about New York values versus uh, you know mainstream conservative values or something like that, right? Uh, pro-abortion, pro-gay marriage, all that kind of stuff. And just sort of throwing these jabs at New York City and New York values. Now, that would play, and I'm sure has played, brilliant in Iowa. The problem is Ted Cruz wasn't in Iowa. He was in South Carolina. Now, I think it would play well in South Carolina as well, but he wasn't just in South Carolina. It was on national television. And he forgot to take himself out of Iowa stump speech mode. And because it started off so good, and he was rolling the whole debate, um, he, he, I think he lost himself, and, and I guarantee you he was kicking himself later that night. He's like, why did I say that? Why? I set myself up for this. I set, so you're thinking set myself up for what? This. <laughs> I want to play the response from Donald Trump. So as you listen to this, because you've heard it a million times, so you know what he says. You know the words he says. But this time I want you to listen to his voice, his tone of voice, how he lowers his voice donald trump talks slower here he talks in complete sentences think about that um a lot of people have talked about donald trump's speech pattern before it's short it's choppy uh, he's bouncing around people think that he's not smart when when he talks like that they think he's uh, talking to like at a third grade level but no, no no there's a method to what he's doing his speaking style matches his quick, common sense strength. He uses quick, strong, powerful words because that's his brand. Now you can contrast that to Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio chooses soaring, smooth rhetoric because that's his brand. Trump's speech is strong, powerful, staccato. I don't want to get too much in the weeds of logistics, but um, your voice box is a, is a, is a musical instrument. It's a musical instrument. So imagine it like a violin. Rubio plays these long, beautiful notes on his violin. Smooth, soaring. There's a rhyme. There's a rhythm. There's a meter. Every speech he gives, and, and, and in the debate the other night, right? There's, there's a rhythm to it. Uh, it it's, it's Martin Luther King Jr.-esque. Soaring rhetoric. Trump plays the violin too. 
but he plays staccato notes, short, quick, sharp. He plucks the strings of his instrument. And again, the left hears that and they think he's playing like a third grader, but he's not. He's just playing his musical instrument differently. Now, does that make sense? So the best symphonies have all the styles in it, right? You take a symphony, part of it will be soft. The other part will be loud and forceful and powerful. Part of it will be really fast. Some of it will be really slow. Some smooth, some staccato like this. Mix it up. Keeps people on your toes. Those are the best symphonies. Now, Trump, this entire campaign, mostly staccato, mostly short, quick, sharp, fast, powerful, strong. But every once in a while, he'll talk like this. So pay attention not only to what he's saying, but how he's saying it. Clip 99. So conservatives actually do come out of Manhattan, including William F. Buckley and others, just so you understand. And just so if I could, because he insulted a lot of people, I've had more calls on that statement that Ted made. That New York is a great place. It's got great people. It's got loving people, wonderful people. When the World Trade Center came down, I saw something that no place on earth could have handled more beautifully, more humanely than New York. You had two 100... You had two 110-story buildings come crashing down. I saw them come down. Thousands of people killed. And the cleanup started the next day, and it was the most horrific cleanup probably in the history of doing this and in construction. I was down there and I've never seen anything like it. And the people in New York fought and fought and fought and we saw more death and even the smell of death. Nobody understood it. And it was with us for months, the smell, the air. And we rebuilt downtown Manhattan and everybody in the world watched and everybody in the world loved New York and loved New Yorkers. And I have to tell you, that was a very insulting statement that Ted made. Style. When's the last time you heard Trump give a speech where he has a couple consecutive complete sentences? I don't mean that as an insult because everything he's doing is calculated and purposeful. Um, the way he never seemingly completes his sentences. So have you ever heard him really give a couple strong, long sentences like that? No. But he did right there. And you can't see it, but not only was Ted Cruz applauding Donald Trump, which I've never seen in my entire life, I've never seen in a debate where one person makes a point, the other person makes the counterpoint, and the first person applauds him. Right, right. I heard someone say that uh, Trump got Cruz uh, clapping like a trained seal. But forget about that. What you can't see is that when Trump was doing this, it was a split screen. And Ted Cruz looked over at Trump. And I, I can't, I nodded his head, did a simple single head nod and closed his eye. Like, a, like uh, basically Ted Cruz said, well done. It was a combination of, you're right, well done, you win. That, you win that round. It was, it was that kind of movie. It was a master complimenting the challenger. Very good. 
excellent job there. That, that's, what, that's what that look was, if you go back and you see it again. If you, if you do get the chance to see that exchange, look at Ted Cruz the whole time. And when it ends, he goes, very good. <laughs> the style there is huge. And, now, and the reason uh, Cruz couldn't come back is because Trump completely changed the energy in the room. Cruz, at first, when he was doing his quick, punchy, you know, New York values, we all know what that means, blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone's, ah, ha, ha, that's funny. Like, the energy was way up here, and Trump just cut it and went way down here. And there's no way that Cruz could come back to it, come back from it. Now, you can take that for what you'd like. That's just, again, that's inside, you know, debate talk. You know, debate... Debating should have nothing to do with whether or not you're a good or bad president. But um, if we're going to look at how the debates, how to debate, uh, Trump certainly won that round. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.